1 Samuel 17, verses 1 through 3 says, Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle, and we were, and were gathered together at Socha, which belongs to Judah. They encamped between Socha and Azekah and Ephes Demim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together, and they encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up in battle array against the Philistines. The Philistines stood on a mountain on one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, with a valley between them. Verse number 1, Now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle, and were gathered together at Socha, which belongs to Judah. They encamped between Socha and Azekah and Ephes and then I'll be reading from Psalms verses, Psalm 150, verses 1 and 2, and then number 6. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Verse 6. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Would you just give the Lord a little bit of praise this morning? Why don't we just give the Lord a little bit of praise this morning? God, we give you praise and glory and honor for what you have done. For the next few moments, I'm going to title this message, The Valley Belongs to Praise. The Valley Belongs to Praise. This is an actual picture of the valley of Elah. Those are actual stones in the valley. This picture is taken at ground level so that you can see what it's like to have where each army would be gathered on each side and the riverbed where the stones were in the middle. And of all of the stories of warfare that are described in the Bible, perhaps the most famous of all battles is that between David and Goliath. It was a battle that was described as epic. How else could you describe this battle? I mean, David was still a shepherd boy that was tending his flock. He lived in Bethlehem, but somehow he was able to defeat the greatest Philistine warrior with a mere stone. We're fascinated by the details. We want to know just how big was Goliath. What did his armor look like? Is it really possible to kill a man of that size with a small stone? And how good do you have to be to hit him between the eyes? And why did he have five smooth stones if he only needed one? I've heard people preach and say one was for Goliath and the other four was for his brothers just in case they wanted to get a little testy. I don't know if that's really what happened, but man, it really preached good when that preacher got excited about just what's going to happen whenever the devil comes around the bend and he tries to try you when you've already defeated the first devil that was on his way. And man, everybody got excited and messages are preached about this epic battle. One of my favorites is by Jerry Jones and He preaches about Goliath and and by the end of the message, Goliath stands 20 feet tall and little David is there and Goliath is running towards him. And I can remember the sound effects as, as Goliath is running and boom, boom, 
boom. And we were in the campgrounds in Louisiana and they had the speakers and the bass was up and everything was rattling in the house as, as you could hear and, and Goliath was running boom, boom, boom. And then Jerry Jones says, and David ran to meet him and the place went crazy. It was epic. How else can you describe a little boy fighting a giant? I wore that tape out just in case you were wondering. But this morning, if you will allow me, I am not going to talk to you about the spear that had that was the size of a weaver's beam. How big is a weaver's beam anyway? But I am going to focus on, we are going to examine another aspect of the story and we are going to take a look at the location of the battle. The story begins with a detailed account of the location. The Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled in Soka in Judah. They pitched camp at Ephes Demene between Soka and Azekah. And Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped in the valley of Elah and drew up their battle line to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill and the Israelites occupied another. And in the middle we have the valley. This truly is a message that you can say is all about location, location, location. That's what you're looking for when you're buying a house. It's location, location, location. Whenever we bought our house, Sister Jan can tell you that when I walked out the back, when I walked out the back doors and I began to look at our backyard and she asked me if my dogs were going to love it, I just said, I love it. They're going to love it. It was just amazing. I loved it. It was just, we were sitting kind of at a corner and, and they could run the entire backyard because it was already fixed in. It was all about the location where our house sat. Location, location, location. But there are four words in verse 1 that we need to pay close attention to. Now the Philistines gathered their armors, their armies together to battle and were gathered at Soka, which belongs to Judah. We really need to pay attention because sometimes I think we overlook these four words, which belongs to Judah. The Philistines were in territory that did not belong to them. The Philistines had pitched their tents and had gathered their armies on land that belonged to the house of Judah. The Philistine army was trespassing. The Philistine army had invaded territory that belonged to praise. May I suggest to you this morning that the enemy is taking territory that does not belong to him. He has encamped into a place and you have settled back and you have decided I'll let him have a little bit more space and you've given up your praise you've given up your worship why because you thought the valley doesn't matter the valley doesn't matter if you look and you find Judah the transliteration is Yehuda which means praise he was the son of Jacob from the Hebrew word Yadal definition to throw or to cast the literal definition means to use the hand physically to throw a stone or an arrow look at that the definition of the valley is to throw a stone where he was at What's the th- am I too loud brother Darren I'm excited. What can I say? 
especially to revere in worship with extended hands intensively to bemoan by wringing of the hands and the Philistines and their 20 foot tall champion had set up camp in the middle of the land of praise may I suggest to you this morning that the adversary has taken and he has set up camp in the middle of a place to where we're supposed to be letting our hands fly we're supposed to be raising our hands in worship we're supposed to be raising our hands in praise why because he inhabits the praises of his people we've set back and we've said somebody else will come along and fight the battle we've got to understand praise is not just for another generation praise belongs to me praise belongs to you it's not for him it's not for them it belongs to me Bible says that Saul and his men of Israel were gathered together and they encamped in the valley of Elah and drew up the battle array against the Philistines. And this particular verse, it always bothered me because there wasn't a battle. They were just looking at each other. Send out your biggest boy. All right, Goliath, go do your thing. Choose a man. To come out and fight me. And Israel is quiet. Silence in the land of praise. And the enemy never lifted a sword. Praise was silenced by the voice of the enemy. Has your praise been silenced all by the voice? Of the enemy that's proclaiming, I'm bigger than you are. I've got more talent than you have. You've missed an opportunity. You've done this or you've done that. And they stand there and they say, come out to meet me and I will throw you to the dogs. I will destroy you. I will embarrass you. And all of the land of praise is silent. And they're just sitting there watching. Because of one enemy that has a really big mouth. And I wondered, well, what in the world does that mean that they set the battle in array? And so I looked it up because that's the best thing to do is find out what it means when you want to know what it means. You'll follow me in a minute. Array, it simply means to arrange or set an order. They, they had the look of battle without actually going to battle. And the enemy mocked them. May I submit to us this morning that the enemy does not care how much you look the part if your praise is silent. The enemy does not care how many services you come it does, he does not care how much you say that you belong to a certain body. It doesn't matter to him if you say, I've been baptized in Jesus' name. He doesn't even care if you spoke in tongues like the song says, when the Holy Ghost came. It doesn't matter to him if you're silent now. Because as long as you're silent, he's taking territory that belongs to you. But there's got to be somebody 
that said he's here for long enough. I'm standing up. I'm letting him know that this valley belongs to me. This valley belongs to praise. I'm going to praise him in the valley as much as I praise him on the mountain. The valley belongs to praise. Little by little, you can't tell me that every day Goliath didn't take another step towards the army. He gained territory each and every day because he knew that the Israelite army would not do anything. He doesn't care how much we have a service in order. And we ought to do everything in order and in decency. I believe in that. In fact, I I have in... The beginning of my message, I have an order of service. In fact, for, I even have, these are just for my notes, but I have like the greeting at the beginning. Don't take more than five minutes. And, and at the message, I used to write this, but I don't now. Don't take more than 45 minutes, people are hungry. Because I was hungry, so I knew you guys were hungry. So I believe in order. Don't get me wrong. I have an order of service. But we can be so programmed that we leave out a place for the move of the Spirit. And we can walk in. We can sing our few songs. We can have our prayer request. We can take up our offering. We can even get excited over the building fund. We can hear our few minutes of the sermon. And we can walk out those doors and say, oh, what a wonderful sermon. And the adversary will say, choose you a man. Because nobody's challenged me yet. And I'm here to tell you, Bethel, your family needs you to challenge the adversary. Your family is waiting on you to challenge him. Because some Somebody's got to make a noise. Somebody's got to lift a hand. Somebody's got to be demonstrative. It may just be wiggling a finger or tapping a toe. But somebody has got to praise the name of the Lord. He wants to silence your praise. What considers what, what concerns me as I begin to pray over this message, what concerns me is this what I feel in the Holy Ghost as we have decided to just go ahead and surrender the valley because nobody cares about the valley anyway. Nobody likes it. It's hard, it's lonely. Nobody can praise in the valley. Who's the per- who do you know that can praise in the valley? Who's the person in the middle of their sickness that can praise? Who's the person in the middle of their pain that can praise? You show them to me. Oh, I can show them to you. They're all throughout the scripture. They're in this house in the middle of the sickness, in the middle of loss. You still lifted your hands. You still said like Job, naked I came into this world and naked I'm going to leave. But Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm going to bless him. I'm going to praise him. Because the valley matters. I understand it. I really do. I've been in that valley time where I couldn't find him. 
I've searched and I've wondered, where are you, God? I felt frustrated. I felt angry. Then I felt guilty and repented. And then I felt frustrated and angry again because nothing changed. Then I felt guilty again and repented again. Some of these things all happen within like five-minute periods of time. You know, the Valley of Eli, it's located in a region called Shephelah of Judah. The root word of Shephelah in Hebrew means low, humble, humiliated, or dejected. The very meaning of where this valley is. It says it's low. It's humiliated. Nobody wants to praise when they're low. How can I shout when I'm low? Because it's not about you. And oh, when I found that out for myself, when I realized that it wasn't about me, there was something on the inside that began to rise up and say, it doesn't matter if nobody shouts with me, if nobody praises with me. I've gotten up out of my seat and it was a Wednesday night and I didn't care that it was a Wednesday night. And I just marched out of my seat and I began to march across the front. And by the time I got about three quarters of the way, my hands were in the air. I was speaking in tongues and I was letting God know it doesn't matter where I am. I may be in the valley, but the valley still belongs to praise. I may be in the lowest point of my life, but the valley still belongs to praise. I'm not going to let the devil steal my praise I'm not going to let the devil steal my worship I'm not going to let the devil attack my family They're going to see me pray They're going to see me worship They're going to see me magnify The name of the Lord Jesus Christ doesn't belong to the enemy. I don't care how humiliating it may feel. It doesn't belong to the enemy. And oh, don't think it doesn't feel humiliating when you're that that first and only one that steps out and nobody else is around. And you can feel the heat on your neck because everybody's staring at you and you're the only one. And you just want to just Walk on back. I'm sorry. I thought the bathroom was over here. But you just keep on walking. Why? Because there's an enemy that's standing there. And he doesn't belong here. There's an enemy that's on my property. And he doesn't belong here. This place belongs to praise. This place belongs to Judah. And you don't belong don't think for a don't think for one second that the valley of Elah was just happenstance the valley of Elah was one of five valleys they were actually valleys that they would catch rainwater that ran down from the mountain high and flooded them out to the coast i watched the video Last night it was copyrighted, so I couldn't download it. It wouldn't let me. I wanted to. But this guy, they're, they're doing a dig 
Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. I'm really trying to find that breath right now. <laughs> but he had a video, and it was multiple videos, and he's so excited. He's a Christian, and he was like, and he's telling the video, and he was like, look at the waters. And it's showing how the waters are running down high. And he's standing at the valley of Elah. It's flooded. And it's a river of water that's flooding down and flowing out. And I wanted to show you because just it was a mighty rushing river that was flowing down through there. And this is where they were at, where the water flowed. I'm telling you, it may feel dry right now, but the water will flow. The water is on its way. It may be up there right now, but if you'll wait in the valley and you'll still hold your ground, there's a spirit, a river of rushing water that's on its way. Oh, somebody hear me. The devil can't hold it. The devil can't stay. I'm here in the valley because the river is on its way. It may be dry right now, but I'm holding my ground. It's one of five. But you want to know what was so special about the Valley of Elah? (laughs) The Valley of Elah is the only one that connected Gath to Bethlehem. The city of Gath, of what they can, they believe, if, if the archaeologists and everything of where they believe Gath is, It's a straight shot almost, 37 miles from Gath to Bethlehem. And right about the middle, 22 miles from Gath, 15 miles out of Bethlehem, is the Valley of Elah. The only thing standing between Gath and the house of bread It's the valley of praise. The only thing standing between the enemy taking this territory and coming in and taking over the house of praise, the house of bread, is what's going to happen in the valley that belongs to praise. Is there anybody hearing me tonight? You better not give up the valley because it's the only thing that's standing between your house and what the enemy has plans for it. The enemy has sights on the house of bread. The enemy has sights on the town of Bethlehem. Why? Because it's out of the town of Bethlehem that Jesus Christ will come. It's out of the town of Bethlehem that the promise will come. Oh, somebody hear me. Every promise, every promise that he has given you, it's still under attack, but you've got to stand your ground in the valley of praise. The valley belongs to praise. So you wonder why, I wonder why David's older brothers that were chosen were hunkered down because that was their house. But it took a shepherd boy to say, is there not a cause? I got a cause. My house is right there. 
and I really wanted to find a video because it just happens to be Super Bowl Sunday. Those of you that don't know that, you, well, it doesn't matter anyway. But there's something that football players, they love to say, and basketball players love to say it. Whenever they make an amazing stop or something, they love to just taunt, and they just love to say things like, not in my house. Let them know I just made a stop. You're not coming down this path. You're not coming down through here. There's something that just got inside of me that said, I am not waiting on David to get here. I'm about to get in the middle of the valley. And I'm about to say for all of Bethel, not in this house. The valley matters. I know that some of you have been in the valley. And if I have to be the only one that will stand in the gap, I'm going to stand in the gap. Because not in this house, the devil will not win. Not in this house, the valley matters. It's in the valley that the water's going to flow. It's in the valley that the spirit's going to move. It's in the valley. Twenty feet tall, and he's standing there. Choose your man. Well, I do. Salich, you'll do. You'll do. All you got to do is pray a little bit. You don't have to jump as high as some. All you got to do is pray. 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 Bobby, you'll do. All you got to do is pray. All you got to do is clap. All you got to do is let him know. I'm here to stay. I'm here to stay. I'm not giving up. I'm not letting go. Sister Ruth, you'll do. You'll do. I'm here to stay. I'm standing. The valley belongs to praise. Oh, well, Brother Craig, you don't know my valley. Don't I? Oh, I know the enemy, and he's a liar. He wants your children. He wants your families. He wants your friends. And you have been quiet for long enough. And I refuse to surrender one more inch of ground. And I say not in this house. Don't wait for the mountain. Praise him now. When you can learn to praise him in the valley, oh, you won't have a problem getting to the mountain. Because when you learn to praise him in the valley, you understand. You understand what it's like. Because you've learned that you have walked with him. You say, oh, Brother Craig, I'm in the valley. I'm all alone. Oh, no, you're not. 
Yea, though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So not only are you not alone, there is a rod and a staff that's going to protect and bring you comfort. You're not in this valley alone. And the one that is with you, not only does he own the cattle that are on a thousand hills, he owns the hills and he owns the valleys too. You're walking with the owner of the valley. I'm closing. Brother Greg, what do I do? What do I do? I can't find anything to praise him for. Oh, I, I don't know. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. What if I can't find any mighty acts or his excellent greatness? Well, then you're not looking very hard. Well, then let's go ahead and skip down to, to verse number six. Let everything that hath breath. Even if you can't find a mighty act or you can't find excellent greatness, you've got breath in your body. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And then there's a commandment that says, Praise ye the Lord. That doesn't qualify only on the mountain. That doesn't qualify when everything's going good. That says, If you have breath in your body, praise ye the Lord. Oh, but I've already surrendered the valley. What do I do? I have an answer for that too. See, because I know, I know the enemy's loud. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to get louder. And when he says, come at me with a sword and spear, just say, well, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Then I come to you in the name of the Lord God of the armies of Israel. Brother Greg, it's too late. What do I do? And Isaac dug again the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. The enemy wants to tell you that they own the valley because you've surrendered it. The enemy wants to tell you that I've stopped up your praise. That you're supposed to be drawing from the wells of salvation with joy. But how are you going to draw from those wells when I've stopped them up with bitterness and confusion and pain. And all the while the enemy saying, ha, look what I've done. I don't even have to send my 20 foot tall giant out anymore. I just have to let them look at what I've already done to their valley. There's no more life in their valley because I have destroyed their wells. 
But here's all you've got to do. You've got to say, you know what? It might take a little bit of humiliation on my part. I may have to step out all by myself. But with every step, it's like a shovel and you're digging out the dirt. And with every step, it's a little bit more. And another step, and it's a little bit more. Oh, until finally there's a spring of living water that's beginning to flow. That spring of living water that you saw when your daddy was there. That you saw when those that have gone before you, that weird, that are surrounding us, a great cloud of witnesses that said that valley belongs to praise. They're all looking down saying there's a well. There's a well. If you'll just dig with every step, with every bended knee in prayer, with every time that we manifest our praise to him, we're throwing out the trash. We're throwing out the dirt until finally there's a well of living water that's flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing. Can we stand? But you don't know what sin I've done. May I suggest to you, if that's your reason, then you don't know the power of the blood on the cross. This is a line that I will use until I am too old to remember it. And I hope that's a long time from now. But a God that would go all the way to Calvary will not stop at anything to save you. And if you're saying, oh, I've given up, he's saying, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's saying, come unto me, whosoever will, and let him drink the waters of life freely because not only do I own the valley but I own the water it's not going to be easy at first it's going to be hard but to borrow from David As he looked at that 20 foot tall giant. Then all the assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into our hands. So I say to you keep digging. Keep praying. Keep walking. Keep praising. Because the battle belongs to the Lord. But the valley belongs to praise I'm in the valley and I'm not about to let go of my praise I'm in the valley and I'm not about to let go of my praise come at me with whatever you want but I'm not about to let go of my praise every head bowed and every eye closed
Come on, listen to him for a moment. Seek after him. time for someone to put up a no trespassing sign. It's time for somebody to say, I'm going to stand in the gap. The gap is the valley of Elah. I don't need David to come and rescue me. I can do this because I've got God walking with me. can't tell me that had one of those men of of the armies of Israel walked out there that God would not have given the victory to them the same as he did to David he's not a respecter of persons he responds to our faith the only thing standing between the enemy and your home. And the enemy would like for you to believe that you're not enough. Oh, but the Holy Ghost is saying you're more than enough. Because you're not just simply a conqueror. Greg, I don't have the strength I used to. It, it's not about a physical strength. There is a spiritual strength that you have. I'm telling you, Sister Smith, I still remember Sister Smith when she, when she grabbed me in the middle of that aisle. Her physical body couldn't do anything. But when she grabbed my hands, my body was arrested because of the Holy Ghost. Whatever these hands find to do, you do it. I'm telling you, you're more than enough. You're more than enough. Don't surrender this valley. Don't surrender this valley. We're going to be safe. We're just going to pray right where we are. They're going to to sing and I'm going to pray over us but I want to know if there's anyone that would just agree with me this morning I'm not letting go of this valley this valley belongs to me I'm, I'm going to stand in this valley until the enemy leaves I don't like valleys either but I'm going to stand here until he leaves I'm going to pray until he's gone. Because behind me, I've got a family. Behind me, I've got Bethel. 
I'm not moving from this valley. I don't just want the shout and the dance. I want the power. Come on, come on, pray right now. I want the power. Lift your prayer. And it's going to flow from on high. It's going to flow from on high. And I'm going to stay until they're defeated. And then I'm going to rejoice in the valley. And then I'm going to throw a party in the valley. One of the definitions is to throw down. I'm going to throw down in the valley. Why? Because the valley belongs to me. Christ. God, I speak strength to each and every saint of God under the sound of my voice. I speak strength to the homes of every saint of God that is not able to be here. I speak healing virtue into their homes. God, I send angels of conviction to those that have walked away. I am standing in the gap because the valley belongs to praise. I will not relinquish what belongs to you. I will not relinquish what belongs to you. I speak life to dead dreams. I speak peace. I speak hope. I speak victory. I speak healing virtue to flow. God, let conviction this house
Giant is the valley belongs. 